This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to the Jolly Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Barrett. This podcast is for those who are interested in the conversation around equity, diversity, and inclusion. Each week, I'll be interviewing a guest who has something special to share or is actively part of building solutions in the space. Let's get started. Dr. Ramona H. Lawrence is the founder and CEO of Dr. Ramona H. Lawrence Coaching, LLC. She's a speaker, coach, consultant, and strategist for network marketing and direct sales companies and consultants. Dr. Ramona is a certified diversity executive whose life's work and heartfelt mission is to prepare network marketing, direct sales companies, and their consultants to compete in the global marketplace. Her engaging frameworks help them incorporate diversity, equity, and inclusion into their business strategy so they authentically connect with, recruit, and retain diverse networks of customers and consultants. She's delivered engaging and thought-provoking DEI speeches and training to thousands of network marketers across the United States and globally. She's facilitated DEI training and consulted within companies such as Arbonne International, Rodan and Fields, and Forma Therapeutics. Dr. Ramona is a disruptor of the systems that keep people from reaching their highest potential. She uses her proven recruitment, onboarding, accountability, and retention framework to teach network marketing, direct sales companies, and consultants systems that support business growth in diverse communities. She believes that networking is one of the most underused and most powerful strategies for social reform and the secret sauce for business growth. All right. I am so excited this week, as I am every week, but this week I have Dr. Ramona Lawrence, with me and she is phenomenal. So everybody who's ever thought about networking or network marketing, you have got to connect with this woman. She is amazing. And of course, she's a Sarar, so that's even an extra <laughs> an extra benefit. So thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. I am so excited to be on your podcast today and just to meet you. It has been a phenomenal experience already. And so I'm super excited about this. We are connected. I knew you were a kindred yes. spirit when she, you know, she pulled out her red glasses and I had mine on. So, <laughs> so we knew we were connected. Um, yes. 
So I wanted to just start off by asking you a little bit about yourself and how you got to where you are today, because you have such a wonderful background um, that brings so many perspectives into place, even as you speak about DEI. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, my, my, I always say my regular job. So my regular job is a professor. So I am a public health professor. Um, I am in a college of public health and, and being trained in a college of public health. You know, I learned about health disparities, health inequities, all the, the DEI things. Right. We always talk about justice, equity, diversity, inclusion. Um, and so in in that training, I, I really just developed a passion for DEI and and Jedi uh, uh, particularly. And so I um, really was moving through the process of of learning about that. And then though I realized, hmm, uh, as a professor in the summers, I don't always get paid, right? I'm not going to get paid if I am not uh, having a grant or something like that. And so for me, it was like, hmm, I need to start thinking of something else to supplement that income. And um, I, I discovered network marketing. And so it became like this thing that I wanted to do as a, a side hustle to, to start to supplement my um, summers as a professor. And so as I I entered into network marketing, really loved it, just thought that, you know, it's a great way to start to learn about business and to um, really learn all things, you know, business, right? Like I said. Um, And so, but when I was in network marketing, I realized that there were not a lot of people that looked like me at the top of the company. So initially I was like, oh yeah, I'll get to the top of the company. It is for for me to to do this. And then I was like, hmm, there's some systemic issues here, right? And some of these companies are 30, 40 years old and there's still not an African-American woman at the top of the company. That is not that they're not working hard enough. There's something else going on. And so the network marketing company was like, you come and you start to train consultants about diversity, equity, and inclusion. So I started to do that. They flew me all over the country to talk to consultants about diversity, equity, and inclusion. But then I realized that I was only doing that when they asked me. So I had the skill set, I had the knowledge, but I was not able to do it unless they told me that I could. And then when I did do it, it was very filtered, right? And so I said, I have got to go on a mission to challenge these broken systems that I see in these companies so that everybody can get to the top, right? And yeah. so um, as I as I started to do that, I realized it was a full-time job and I needed to start a, a whole business for, <laughs> for, this, <laughs> for this. And yeah. so that's what I did. And since then, I have been um, working on those broken systems, right? That keep people from reaching their highest potential. So that, that's I where love I am. It. That's how I got here. Yeah. I love <laughs> it. I love it. Well, and I mean, network marketing, is is such a different type of business um, mm-hmm. in a way because you are, um, you know, in a lot of instances, you're trying to convince people to start their own business when they may not even have really any business skills. Mm-hmm. So when you when you're doing when you're thinking of network marketing 
and really disrupting the systems of that. Because really, most of the time, mm-hmm. they're reaching out to their friends and relatives who probably look like them. Mm-hmm. So how do they, you know, are there things that you, I know you have a complete package of things when it comes to roar and, you know, all of those <laughs> things. So so maybe tell us a little bit about how that came to be and so that people can really focus on bringing diversity into their business. Mm-hmm. And so um, so I'll go back and talk about Roar a little bit since you brought that up and tell you how I even got to the word Roar, right? Yeah. So we all know, you know, Katy Perry has this song, Roar, You're Gonna Hear Me Roar, right? And so <laughs> I, I heard that song and um, was really thinking about the fact that I was going around teaching people and I was saying, you have got to be an advocate. You've got to be an ally for people, you know, yes. uh, work with people of uh, that don't look like you and speak up and and all of these things that I would tell people. And one day it hit me that I'm telling people to speak up and they can't even speak up for themselves. Wow. So how do you speak up for somebody else if you can't speak up for yourself? And so that's what I I thought about. We've got to teach people how to roar. How do you roar? How do you speak up even in your own life? And then you, you can move into speaking up for other people. Okay, so that's how war came about. So then war is an extension of that one. It's speak up for yourself and others. But then what are the things that we need in every business, not even just network marketing? You have got to understand recruitment. You have got to onboard your customers or your team members. Right. You have got to have activity and accountability in your business. That's the A. And then R, you have to retain people, which is a huge problem in network marketing because it's a revolving door. People come in, they go out, they come in, they go out. So that's what ROAR stands for. And so when I look at inclusive marketing and sales systems, I break it down by ROAR. So one with the R, what do you need to do for recruitment? Well, one, you have to understand that you cannot compete in the global marketplace if you are not able to talk to people who don't look like you. Okay. Because now with network marketing, with networking, if you're constantly just talking to your friends and family, you're going to run out of people real quick. So what does it take for you to recruit other people? You've got to start to learn about other cultures. You've got to start to interact with people. You've got to start to, uh, you know, just go out into the community. And when I say community, that can be an online community or in person, right? Mm -hmm. So people are like, we're we're not out. Okay. We're out on on social media, right? (laughs) So go follow a diverse creator, go and um, interact with, in groups with people that don't look like you learn what they call themselves. What do they, what is their language? What is the perspective that they have, right? So those are some types of things that we can start to do to broaden our lens with recruitment, okay? So then there's the O, and that's onboarding. Well, here's the issue with onboarding. A lot of times, and when we say, we have this saying in in DEI, we say we recruit for diversity, but we onboard for conformity. We recruit for diversity, but we onboard for conformity. So we go out and tell people, hey, this network marketing is for you. Anybody can do it. Everybody can get to the top. It's a level playing field. 
But when they come on, we say you have to do it this way, this way, and this way, which has typically worked in a middle to upper class white woman's community. Right. It does not always work in other communities, right? And so we have to look at when we're onboarding people, how do I give them frameworks versus a recipe that they have to follow? Yeah. So when you think about, you know, your your grandma, you know, your, uh, a, a grandma that used to be in the kitchen, she didn't follow a recipe because she didn't know she was going to get the same ingredients in every kitchen every time. Right. Right. So she had a framework. She knew what you needed to do. And she taught you how to eat. Right. She taught you how to live and to thrive and survive. And so that's what we have to do. We can't focus on recipes that have to have this ingredient and expect people to thrive in every kitchen, which is every community. I so love when we, yes. <laughs> so, so when we onboard, it's like, okay, yes, you need to do presentations, but what do we do to fit this in your community? What are the images that we need to have? What is the culture and the nuance of going into someone's home in your community? Do you just pop up into somebody's house, you know, in, in this community versus the community where you initially set up these systems? Okay. And so that's onboarding. I really want people to think about how do we not only bring people in, but how do we make sure that when we're onboarding, we can adapt the systems to work in their community? Then we have accountability and we have activity. So when you are accountable, we're saying, what do I need to do to make sure that we're always thinking about the diversity, equity, and inclusion in the things that we do? How do we broaden our lens to so that we are seeing things from other people's perspectives? So we're going to talk to people. <laughs> we're going to say, what is it like to carry out this system in your environment. What was it like to have this meeting with us on Zoom, right? Mm -hmm. Because how you know that everybody, people can be in the same room, but they don't have the same experience. That's right. People can be on the same Zoom, but yeah. they're not having the same experience. So how are we accountable for making sure that we're inclusive in the activities that we do um, whether that be business activities like presentations, like selling products like that, or the activities that we do within our teams or what we do with customers. Okay. Yep. And then it's the same thing with retention. The, uh, the last R, how do we retain people? Well, we retain them by ensuring that we have adapted these systems in a way that gets them results. <laughs> yeah. If if we're not um, doing things that helps them to to thrive, and we don't give them systems that really work, and it, it is like, how do we connect the dots in their community with all of these systems? Then we can retain them and quit with this revolving door. So, long explanation of roar, yes. but it's. It's speak up, speak out, and then look across these business, you know, categories, the recruitment, the onboarding, the activity and the accountability and retention so that we can ensure that we make this environment a place where everybody can thrive. Let's pause for a moment. We'll be right back. 
everything you said was so valuable when, and, and really not just in a network marketing lens, um, mm-hmm. any corporation, you know, has the same issue when you, when it comes to, yeah. you know, they're doing, they have a, all this focus on recruiting and then you get there and you go, this is not what I expected as an employee. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. And, and your culture is not geared to actually bring in and make the, you know, that person feel welcome. And so the culture is a big deal. I know it's a big deal in network marketing because you're not necessarily sitting in the same place you know, or building like you used mm-hmm. used to be, but now we're not even in the same buildings anymore, right? Mm-hmm. We're, mm-hmm. We have a lot of remote work. So it looks a little bit more like, you know, kind of the network marketing business. You have to learn how to connect with those teams and, you know, have those mm-hmm. activities, which I think is so important when we talk about like employee resource groups. Mm-hmm. Um, and just being able to get together and build community. So you're talking about community, yeah. but it's it's the same for many of mm-hmm. the businesses across across the globe. Yeah, um, and I want to insert something right there because I think that I, you know I was just talking uh, at, in my college of public health about this the other day. A lot of times when I'm talking about being inclusive and I'm talking about bringing in DEI into your um, team or your workplace, people have this idea that they've got to have a sign and they've got to be out marching. And I want uh, people to understand that that you have to determine your area of disruption, right? Yes. Everybody's not going to be the person that's out marching and saying, this is what, what, you know, standing up for a certain group or or whatever. It's not about just that. And I think that people just get the, the wrong idea. That's something that's very important. But when you're at work, I'm saying, how do we look at the policies that we have and make sure that they're equitable, right? How do we look through that lens and ensure that it's not something that's keeping people from reaching their highest potential, right? And so uh, we were just talking about the other day, the fact that there was an issue with exams where they were putting an exam at 10 o'clock at night. Well, it's a simple thing to change, right? (laughs) It's a a simple thing to change. So if you, to make that more equitable for people that are, they're able to function, you know, during the day, they're not staying up all night trying to take an exam. Like that's a simple thing. So these types of things happen in everybody's business. So how do we look at it? You know, what has gone wrong? With yeah. some employees, like we're thinking, okay, these people didn't make it. So it's them, not us. And it, it very well could be. But how do we talk to those people and say, what what didn't go right with your, this presentation and you being able to present? Why do you think that you couldn't do get leads outside of your family? Tell me what was going on. Then I can make my system better. We always want the reviews from people that did great, but I need to know what happened with the person that didn't make it. That's what's going <laughs> right. to make me better. Right. Right. <laughs> right. That's, so. that's why those exit interviews, you know, I mean, a lot of people say they do exit yeah. interviews, but they're not actually getting the information that allows them to make the change. Yes. You know, yes. it's, it's like, yeah. I mean, it's, it's amazing. We, we miss the mm-hmm. mark so often. Yeah. 
when mm-hmm. it's it's really not that difficult to have that second question or third question, you know, to make it exactly. actionable. So then, so tell me, so, I mean, you basically have looked at this in so many different ways. And I love the fact that you're bringing kind of your lens from public health and your day job and really expanding the lens into other areas. Because when I was doing, you know, when I was working at, you know, a corporate company and we were always focusing on, you know, diversity, equity and inclusion, but we were always trying to figure out what, how do we integrate it into everything that we do instead of just having a DEI professional chief diversity officer sitting next to the CEO, how do we Mm -hmm. actually make sure it gets filtered into everything we do? Because it, a lot of times we'll just sit in HR and there's no, you know, the other lenses kind of get clouded when you talk about product or marketing or, you know, just the integration of that. So I love the fact that you have, you know, kind of created a platform to help people who don't actually, I mean, they may or may not have the skills, but you've really allowed them to amplify that through your platform. So talk a little bit about the platform you created and and how people are finding value with it. Yeah. So I came, came to this platform because I started to realize that I was developing this environment for people that helped them to, you know, have uh, diversity, equity. It, it, it was inclusive, but then individuals didn't have the skill set that they needed to come into this environment and, and to thrive. And so if I open up the environment for you, but you don't have the skills, you don't have that, um, you know, un- those unwritten rules, all those things, you're not going to make it. Right. And then. Right. The, the terrible thing about that is that people then look back at you and say, uh-huh, I told you you couldn't do it, right? And that's not what I wanted. So I wanted to not only create the environment, but create the back end of businesses so that people had what they needed to, as I say, play the game, right? Yeah. So in business, you've got to be able to get out there and, and play the game. And so what this platform is, I call it I Engage You. Um, so uh, kind of like Inclusive Engagement University, but it's I Engage You, right? I love <laughs> and it. And so um, using my engagement background, this is a platform that brings together all of those systems that business owners need to really thrive and have an inclusive marketing and sales system. So, you know, right now, we, a lot of business owners have an email uh, autoresponder that they purchased. They have a website, they have phone, they have SMS, maybe if they have those things, um, you know, they, they have social media in all these different places. So they're paying hundreds of dollars a month for all of these different apps that helps them to run their business. And they're overwhelmed. And a lot of times they quit because they just don't know exactly what they need. And so this system that I engage you has all of those things in one system. So it brings to me about equity in the business field 
because people can come in, they can be trained, get everything that they need. They have the entire system to bring people from a lead all the way to a customer and they're able to thrive in their business. And so there's no more broken systems in this, right? And so once they get on, they don't have to purchase all of these different things. They don't have to have their calendars and all of the things that we used to buy. It's all there. If they wanted to set up a membership for their people, that's there, their website, their forms, anything that we usually use to make business work. Um, it is there in this platform. And so I'm so excited to have the the diversity, equity, and inclusion piece, but also the systems yes. behind business owners that they need to really be able to thrive, not only in just the norm, the regular um, marketplace, but in the global marketplace. And so that's super exciting to me uh, to yes. have that available. And, and people are just, they're, they're really um, able to say, oh, I don't have to purchase all of these things. I know what is is going on now. I don't have um, social media here. This person contacted me there. I can pull in reviews for my business. So I'm, even from my Google My Business account, all of those things are in one place for business owners so that they have the foundation that they need to succeed. Wow. So how did you even get to this? Because, I mean, was it something that you felt like you were struggling with or... Or how yeah, did- and so and it's funny because in initially when I started um, doing business, I really went into automation and productivity. Um, really, I started teaching uh, business owners about lead generation and how to put together um, their um, client attraction tools or their lead magnet and how that led into their email list and how they follow up with them. You know, I was doing all of that. But what I realized is that I was telling them all these different apps that they needed to make this happen. And so I went out looking and I I, um, am a part of a a mastermind and my coach was like, this is the thing you need. You can combine what you're doing with diversity and inclusion uh, with what you used to do with automation and productivity, put it together and help business owners win. So it's great for network marketers, solopreneurs, small business owners, anybody. I mean, the the apps on this thing are just absolutely, the the, uh, pieces of this platform are absolutely amazing. I mean, you can do absolutely everything. And so that's how I came to this. I'm like, I have been teaching people how to do this, but they're having to piece it together. And I can't stand a broken system. (laughs) So I I figured out how to put the system together to connect the dots. So yeah, that's how I I love it. I love it. That's fantastic. So, so then what, I mean, how can people get a hold of you and, and cause I know you do, you know, training and consulting along with all of these other things that you do. I mean, diversity and inclusion for networkers, you call it dine and, you know, you do strategy mm-hmm. work and and all of those yes. things. What other types of things you want to talk maybe a little bit about some of the tips and tools that um, that you use? I mean, because really you've set it up now. I mean, you know, I tend yeah. to wonder, like, there'll be no excuse for people anymore. Yeah. So, so it it seems like I do a lot of things and I always tell people I do one thing and I do community engagement. Right. And so I want to make sure that people are engaged in their business in, um, you know, whatever it is that 
they're doing. If I'm teaching, if I'm doing research, I'm always thinking about how people are engaged and really plugged into a system, right? And so everything that I do funnels into engagement. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, for for me, it's really important that uh, people are able to uh, see me doing different things, but they all come back to engagement. So my overall business I have the um, the software as a service system. And so that's the I engage you. And so I really help people to develop systems. But then I do speaking, coaching, and consulting. And so all of that is, is still about diversity, equity, and inclusion systems, um, that combination of things. And so um, for, for people to work with me or to, to really learn the, the things that I have, they can just go to www.drramonahlawrence.com and then go on and they can see the um, speaking, the the coaching, the consulting, book a call with me uh, so that they can learn how to set up their systems or, or to train their team about diversity, equity, and inclusion. But I think that um, the main thing for people to know is that I have an inclusive lens on systems, right? That's yes. exactly what, what, what we do. And so, yes. um, yeah, that, that's how to contact me. That's so funny because that I say a lot of that um, because we talk about okay. community impact. And to uh-huh. me, everything has a DEI lens. I mean, whatever you're doing, flip your perspective in some way that, you know, you haven't looked at it before um, because it will change how you think about it. Or, you know, I mean, there's just so many things, even with, you know, our own history that people don't know that they're still learning. You know, there's mm-hmm. two sides to a story or three or four, mm-hmm. you know, there's lots of different opportunities for us to look differently. So, um, and yep. the thing I love about your name is, you know, you have that why in there like I do. <laughs> so when people are looking for you, make sure you look for R-A-Y-M-O-N. Yes, thank you for saying that. <laughs> that is so important. <laughs> I love it. And I have an H too. So it's Dr. <laughs> D-R and then R-A-Y-M-O-N-A-H. Lawrence, L-A-W-R-E-N-C-E. Yes. 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 So make sure that you get out to her website or connect with her on Instagram or LinkedIn or any platform you choose because you are everywhere and doing wonderful (laughs) and dynamic things. Any last words you want to kind of toss in here, tips and tools? Yeah, I think that's it. Um, I just uh, I'm really, really wanting people to develop those systems that they need to thrive. I think that's um, what's important. And so um, we can learn about DEI and we can really um, focus on those things. But if you don't have what you need as a business owner, then you're not going to be able to operate in those systems. So help us out. Those people that are fighting for diversity, equity, and inclusion, We will. I want you to have have the system that you need so that when that space is open, that you are able to just jump right in there and, and take on that opportunity. And so I'm excited to work with anybody who's looking for those systems and um, open up those opportunities for uh, people to thrive. So thank you. Love it. Thank you so much, Sora. Appreciate you. <laughs> yes, Sora. <laughs> I love it. Awesome. <laughs> This was awesome. I hope we get an opportunity to have another conversation soon and we will definitely stay in touch. 
Yes, that is absolutely um, my wish as well. And so thank you. I have absolutely enjoyed this conversation. It's been so much fun and it's just so interactive. So thank you so much. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Thanks for joining me on the Jolly Podcast. Please subscribe so you won't miss an episode. See you next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.